welcome 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 and a warm welcome to anyone tuning into this top tip with Tarzan podcast i am your host Tarzan and i just wanted to take this moment and thank to each and everyone who have been tuning into this podcast and showing love and support from all around the world which is why i am bringing this newest segment called across the globe where i will be interviewing industry leaders recruiters industry professionals and co-founders and ask them to share their top tip which could be helpful in your job seeking journey on this very first episode we will be uncovering one of the most crucial job seeking strategy which is networking if you are somebody who have no idea what exactly networking is or if you want to know how to network with industry leaders professionals and recruiters and if you would like to know what are the do's and don'ts of networking and also if you are somebody who would like to know what are some of the myths that there are out there which are not true then this episode is just for you on this very first episode i have shared virtually with one of the most amazing human being all the way from new zealand tom proxim his motto is today's connection is tomorrow's opportunity he is a public speaker facilitator avid outdoorsman father and a cheesecake lover he gives people the ability to network confidently by showing them the necessary skills to make connection and gain opportunity anywhere these are the same skill he used to make himself a more comfortable and confident networker Some of these very skills have helped him gain confidence and sense of trust which were all taken from him after his bully tried to drown him at the age of 8 and 3. This incident happened after drowning at the age of 3 where his dad had to perform CPR on him. Public speaking, swimming and connecting with people were all a skill he learned as an adult. These were three of his biggest fear he had to overcome instead of shying away from this fear he actually faced them and he actually turned those fears into his passion it is an absolute honor to have such a kind and amazing human being tom on the pod and learn more about networking from him without any further ado let's jump in, jump into the pod and learn more about networking from tom himself welcome to the pod tom how are you going mate uh, not too bad you tarzan Good, good, good. Finally, we made it to the pod. It's been a while that we had a chat in virtually. It has been quite a while. Like, it's it's surprising how long it has been. <laughs> the only conversation that we have is either it's in LinkedIn comment or like LinkedIn text. So, yeah. And, and that is just, that is what happens a lot with um, LinkedIn is a lot of people end up having the conversations just either in the direct messages or in the comments you know yeah okay so can i call you networking wizard or could i give you a nickname is that okay <laughs> <laughs> like so what's funny is some people will call me a networking expert or guru and and that's yeah. not quite how i i see myself as uh-huh. and I end up getting an imposter syndrome once I was getting called uh, yeah. a guru and an expert. I'm like, oh, geez. And so half of this is, is networking books. And I, <laughs> I went on a shopping spree. I'm like, buy a bunch of networking books. But just because someone calls you an expert, like you don't need to call yourself that. You can, however you th- feel comfortable, that's how you call yourself. And mm-hmm. so uh, I'm just Tom. <laughs> but, but I think I, I will go with the. Uh networking dumbledore then or maybe a networking wizard or something because <laughs> if i use guru people will say oh it, he's selling a course 
no because people use people have actually you know violated this name in 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 linkedin they be like i am a networking expert or guru because you never say you are a networking expert that's that's the better thing you know that's why i call you networking wizard <laughs> I'll, i'll take that one <laughs> it's a little different yeah i'll, I'll take that yeah. that's good yeah, let's start talking a little bit about um, you know how did an accountant turn into a, ne- a networking wizard that we see today who is talking every day about networking you know, and helping a lot of people you know like i actually you you were the first person actually that i had a chat when i started my personal branding journey as well and i was i'm now actually you know supporting other people as well. so how did that happen like being an accountant to being a networking um not an expert i would say wizard i would call it then <laughs> so my background originally was in accounting and i used to, so i'm from canada originally and now i'm living in new zealand and i've been here the better part of 4 years mm-hmm. uh, um and I, so before i came here i was back in canada for a year and i was i was here for a year before and what happened was i left my i left the accounting industry a number of years back and then i was still working oil and gas and i was still within the the office environment but eventually i decided you know what i want to go travel a little bit and originally i was going to go teach english in south korea on some weird random whim that i'm like oh i got to go 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 and do this mm-hmm. but i ended up traveling around for quite a while and i mm-hmm. got a holiday working visa in new zealand I was traveling around here for a little bit and then when i was living in auckland i tried to get work in accounting mm-hmm. i couldn't get anything and someone would look at me and be like oh you're on a tourist visa does mm-hmm. so can you speak english like well i'm from canada and it's the only language i can speak mm-hmm. but but something like well you need to have at least 2 weeks of local experience and i thought mm-hmm. oh, what's 2 weeks going to get you and like how do you even get that 2 weeks so i i understand some of this and mm-hmm. i was getting frustrated with some of this and all the years of experience that i had working in an office in accounting mm-hmm. they didn't even look at that and they just mm-hmm. said no no we, you're no good so when i went back to canada Mm-hmm. Uh, I was doing a little bit of work here and there and then I started going to um some job programs mm-hmm. when I was looking for work. And when I it was in the job program they talked a lot about networking and as they were talking about networking I thought geez I I need to do some more of this I'm not doing it, any of it myself. Mm-hmm. And I started going to networking events and I hated it. I hated every single moment I was at a networking event. Mm-hmm. And networking to me was just very draining and I wanted nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And they asked me one day, "Will you do a presentation for us?" Mm-hmm. So as I'm a job seeker, I did a presentation for job seekers. Mm-hmm. And when I started, they said, "Um, Tom's up here to motivate us." And it was that moment I realized I'm not here to motivate you. I'm ho- here to motivate myself. Mm-hmm. And as I'm up here talking to the job seekers, this is where my business kind of began. And I said, mm-hmm. "Well, you know, like if you get anything out of this, like that's fantastic, but this is for me." Mhm. And then I started talking a little bit more about networking. And just before I was coming over to New Zealand, I had mm-hmm. had a holiday visa or I had had a visa rejected on me already. Mm-hmm. When I was coming over, I was only on a tourist visa. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what was going to happen. So we were going to apply for a visa 3 months from the date that I had arrived. Mm-hmm. And fingers crossed that something was going to come through for me. Mm-hmm. And so as I was there, I spent all of my time just just talking to people and connecting with people and and networking. some mm-hmm. of it was talking to recruiters and going for coffee with them some of it was on linkedin 
uh, I like doing public speaking. So I did some stuff with Toastmasters mm-hmm. and I just kept on doing networking stuff. So by the very essence, I ended up getting to work because of the networking I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I always kind of thought, you know what, I, I want to do more of this networking stuff. And I started posting on networking four years ago. Oh, yeah, four years ago. Mm-hmm. And but I wasn't quite in the same vicinity yet as I am with it now, because now it is full bore where this is what I talk about. This is where I go. Mm-hmm. And before it was, I was just kind of flirting around with the idea, but I always had it in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. And I realized like there has to be a better way. And I, I want to tell people there is a better way. There is different things to do, but it wasn't until March of last year that I started to commit to this. Be like, I really want to start doing more of this networking. Mm-hmm. How can I do it? And now I've spent since then till now just mm-hmm. working through different aspects of it. Most of last year, I wasn't quite sure where I was going with it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until I had a speaker coach, we sat down and, and did some work together that it was, I'm going to do a lot of networking. Mm-hmm. I want to be the go-to networking person. I want people to be able to come to me for networking advice. Mm-hmm. So it's only been not quite a year that I've really been focused and this is it. I'm going down this, mm-hmm. this one. So a, a long story short. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, cause um, a lot of people want to know about the originality of a person who is trying to, you know, um, like uh, portray themselves as somebody to go to a person. For example, whenever you come uh, um, like uh, if somebody come across you in LinkedIn, you know, they see first thing is that today's connection, um, Today's, uh, I always forget that line. Let me know something about network. Today's connection is tomorrow's opportunity. Yes. No, it's it's like, because you have already established yourself with a tagline as well. You know? So people like to know more about, is this person real or not? So that's why I started with this um, question of, like, how did your journey happen? But anyways, people will definitely know more about you as we talk further. Uh, when we, you started your networking stuff, you know, like we you had your own, um, sort of presentation and everything going on but for a person who have no idea or no clue about what exactly is networking um, how do you explain uh, to them on like uh, you know in 30 seconds about what ne- exactly is networking it's having conversations and building relationships with people that's what networking is not about finding work it's not about finding clients mm-hmm. It's about having conversations with people. And this is where people get networking wrong. They think it's something else. And Mm -hmm. all it is, is about building those relationships. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest key is building relationships and having conversations exactly like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you say having conversations, so is there um, a particular platform only they need to use or they could leverage any platform or even in person? Like, for example, one of the major questions that I get asked with people is that where should I network with people? You know, because they feel that sometimes some people still feel that um, LinkedIn is boring. Um, and some people feel that, no, yeah, I, I have seen it across people, you know, it's like, uh, and it's, it's not just boring. They, they feel it's, it's too professional because, you know, whenever you see um, people with 11,000 followers or 2,000 followers posting a post about being a professional and you have no clue about what you are doing in your career perspective, you sort of feel like ah, this platform is not really for me. So is there a certain platform people could use or people could do networking in any sort of thing? You know, it's all about leveraging any platform or in person as well. Networking can be done anywhere, anytime, 
any place. And so I use LinkedIn the most, but I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and several other platforms. And some of the networking that I do, it's so as an example, I'm a stay-at-home dad and I'm on Facebook. I joined a Facebook group for stay-at-home dads Mm -hmm. and it was for Australia, New Zealand. I posted on there. As soon as I posted on there, someone had said, hey, you should join the stay-at-home dads group for the YRAPA, the the region that I live in. Mm -hmm. As soon as I joined that one and I made a post on there, Mm-hmm. A couple guys where I live were like, oh, you're in Featherston. That's fantastic. Let's go for a coffee. Mm-hmm. You never know where you can connect with someone or how you can connect with someone. But mm-hmm. what you need to think about is why do I want to network? Mm-hmm. And like, w- what's important for me? And where am I going with it? What am I doing? Mm-hmm. One of the problems people face is they're like, well, I'm an accountant. So I only want to network with other accountants. Mm-hmm. But they don't realize that the, other people can get you those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And if the only thing you're thinking is I need to get a job. So mm-hmm. I'm going to talk to the other accountants. Mm-hmm. They might not be able to find you anything. It might mm-hmm. not help you at all. And if mm-hmm. you just think, Oh, well you work in an IT and I, I work in accounting. So w- what good is that? I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and it's one of the biggest mistakes people will make is being yeah. like, Oh, I can only talk to these people, mm-hmm. but you can network anytime. Like um, we pick up uh, we do a, a weekly fruit and veg pickup. Mm-hmm. I got an opportunity from picking up my fruit and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, you go for coffee with people, which is one of the best in-person networking mm-hmm. opportunities you can ever have. Yeah. Never underestimate how important and how great a coffee can be. Oh yeah. It, like, and there's just, you can network anytime, any place, and mm-hmm. you can do some volunteering. You can do stuff for the church, uh, sports, hobbies, clubs, those are all great ways to network. Mm-hmm. The best way to network is not trying to network. Now you say you you give a lot of tagline <laughs> and you say you are not an expert. <laughs> no, it, it, it's such a hum, humble way you share these sort of values. And no, I I, I think um, like the way we sometimes try to you know uh, see things when it comes to learning about networking. So we we think it's complicated, but but I think it's it's all about starting today. You know, like you might feel awkward. You know when. When I started this podcast first, I know that my voice couldn't couldn't really you know come out of mind. I was like, uh, it's it's you you get used to things you know like even for networking as well. Like I'm pretty sure when you started talking to the people like a couple of years ago, you were not that confident that the way you are today. It's it's all about you start learning and learning. Well, and you end up re- realizing like what I end up realizing as soon as I caught on to this networking journey was how much networking I was doing before. Mm -hmm. And as people come to me for networking advice, or they come to one of my webinars, they come to one of my workshops in person, and they realize, oh, geez, I do a lot more networking than I thought. Mm -hmm. Because they only think about networking as just going to the networking events. Mm -hmm. And there's so much more to it than that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, it hasn't happened to me, but I know of people who have had opportunities to come up. They were sitting two people at a table, Mm-hmm. Someone else was like, oh, that looks really good. They started talking to them and an mm-hmm. opportunity would come up. Mm-hmm. It can come up from any time. But the problem is too many people are always thinking, I need to get a job. Mm-hmm. That's my only focus is getting a job. Yeah. So whether they're posting on LinkedIn or they're going to a networking event, they're like, can you get a job for me? No, no, you can't. Mm-hmm. And they move on. And that's not what it is. Mm-hmm. Networking is about building relationships and where things can go from there. 
Yep. And yeah, like uh, coming to that part of job seeking as well, you know, I, I think one of this thing that really um, is most common within um, job seeker is mostly this recent graduates and also about any job seeker, you know, who are new to any platform, they feel that oh, networking should only be with an agenda, you know. Um, while today I feel that coming to like I have been posting around 300 day now and I feel that you shouldn't have any agenda to connect with person you know uh, like you might have this uh, agenda of learning that could be one of the potential thing or you could just connect with somebody with only a sole purpose of uh, you know learning and getting in touch with them there shouldn't be like I got in touch with you so that I could learn more about network because I saw your post as well, you know, yeah. and you didn't proclaim yourself as an expert or you didn't ask me the money. The first thing that I had an expression of you. And I think um, jobs, you can need to realize the part that, you know, there are people out there like yourself who are sharing values each day and it's all about grabbing it and implementing it as well. You know, like when you come up with Tom as well, I say you, because even you have a huge network. If I say you today, Tom, would you be able to get me a job? You might think of it because you and I have been talking for a quite while. But if I today send you a personalized request mentioning that, hey, Tom, love your work. Could you get me a job? You wouldn't even accept my connection request. Uh, quite often, I do have people connect with me and they're like, hey, can, can you get me a job now? I'm like, mm -hmm. what's your name? What do you actually <laughs> do? Who are you? And... It, I, I can't get you a job. Like I do know uh, different recruiters and I knew ha have, uh, people who write resumes and I do know people that might be able to get you something, mm -hmm. but at the same time, I don't know who you are mm -hmm. and I, I need to know you a little bit to be able to find. And I might actually know the perfect job for you, mm -hmm. but that means that I'm putting my reputation online. If you come and say, Oh, and if someone just connects with me right away and they're like, Hey, can you get me this job? It's like, I, I don't know you. And mm -hmm. think about it this way. Let's say we went to a bar together and we had a, a single friend with us. And the single friend just went up to a group of people and was like, Hey, will you marry me? Without knowing anything about me, it's going to be a little on the awkward side. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nobody wants that. And yeah. that's almost the same thing when people come to me to be like, mm -hmm. Hey, can you get me this job? Uh, and I've had people put like paragraphs and paragraphs of this is what I'm looking for. And this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. I'm like, oh, so how are you today? <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, most certainly. I had a couple of person like reaching out uh, to me as well, mentioning about they want a job and stuff. And, 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 and I feel uh, because I have been in that uh, their foot as well, you know, when I started, uh, I actually approached people asking the job because I didn't know what this platform was and what exactly networking mean because I knew some of the ABCs about branding and networking. And I started reaching out to people, but with a different agenda mentioning that, can you get me a job? And I realized that it's, it's not the right way, but what I did instead was whenever somebody said, could you get me a job? I said, hey, this is what I do because I can't really give you a job as well. And it's, it's, it's sometimes better to, you know, suggest people if you have time as well, because I know your um, chats might be filled with, you know, heaps of message requests. I'm pretty sure because you are famous. Um, but on, on, the, on the flip side, it's, it's, it's best to, you know, like uh, share your values because uh, it's instead of, you know, like telling them um, don't text me or instead of, you know, I can't get you. We can tell them that this is not the way. And people learn as well. And that, that's how connection 
could be made as well. I actually um, mistakenly, I, I, I thought somebody uh, who messaged me, I thought he was a sales expert or he was trying to sell me something. Now we ended up being a good friend because I suggested him that this is not the way you could do, but I don't do that to everybody. So I think sometimes we need to, you know, like uh, share values to these people who are desperate as well, because everybody starts somewhere. So what do you suggest to this uni graduates and job seekers like, like myself who are trying to, you know, use networking properly? Uh, where do you think we need to start? Well, one of the things that ends up happening is I do have a lot of people that will come up to me. And now if they are in Melbourne, I look to see if they're connected to you or Vinesh. Mm-hmm. And there's, quite often they're connected to Vinesh. I'm like, why are you coming to me? Mm-hmm. you have an expert that's in the city you live in mm-hmm. that's a fantastic person to go to mm-hmm. people that are just graduating they forget to, to talk to their fellow classmates mm-hmm. and the professors you never know who those people might know the other thing that i would be doing is i would be talking to recruiters depending on the the field that you're going into Mm-hmm. But if you're going into IT or accounting, I'd be talking to recruiters, people that are doing HR and mm-hmm. different areas that are like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep in touch with all the all of your classmates that, that you've met, that mm-hmm. you're with right now. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not in the field that you're in, keep mm-hmm. in touch with them because you never know who they might know. Talk to your professors. Mm-hmm. They might know somebody. I actually had a professor in university who didn't offer a, a job, but offered us an opportunity to talk to someone else mm-hmm. who could give us the job. And mm-hmm. so you never know who those people might know. One of the things about networking as well, too, is it's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. But someone you connect with right now, maybe mm-hmm. six months down the line, they have something perfect for you. Or mm-hmm. maybe it's a year down the line. Mm-hmm. There's someone that I worked with last year. I had met him three years ago, and I'd only just started working with him. Mm-hmm. There's some people that come up to me now and I met them previously and all of a sudden it was, oh, now an opportunity has come up or mm-hmm. now I can help you out. And so it's important to realize that these relationships are going to take time mm-hmm. and it, it's going to be a while. Mm-hmm. You might not have an opportunity to come up right now, but it's always good to keep in touch with them. Mm-hmm. And another really important thing to realize is you don't need to have 15,000 connections, a mm-hmm. hundred 150 connections mm-hmm. is a perfect amount. Five of them are going to be very close people. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them are going to be people that are going to be fairly close to you. And you keep in touch with them on a fairly regular basis. Mm-hmm. Once you start getting in a thousand, 2000, 3000 connections, mm-hmm. can you really keep up with that many people? Get a small, tight group, mm-hmm. get a small community of people. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the first things that I would do is, as a student, mm-hmm. start doing this right now. Get the contact details for everybody that you're connected with, whether they're on LinkedIn, Facebook, or anywhere else that might be able to help you. Mm-hmm. And start to talk to them, start to talk to your professors, and, and get a list of 150 people. Mm-hmm. And see if they can help you out. That way, when you're looking for work six months from now or a year from now, and you start to touch base with them, Maybe they know somebody, maybe they, maybe they don't. And that mm-hmm. happens quite often, but you never know who they might know. And if you think about this, 150 people that you know, if they're all connected to another 150 people, so that 15,000 people, mm-hmm. like how many people are they really connected to? 
And so, so many people, what they do is they try to connect to 15,000 people right now. They don't need to. Mm-hmm. You just need to connect to so many people. Don't, don't, don't connect to too many people. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll just round out and you mm-hmm. won't actually connect to anybody. Yeah. And, and adding to that point, I think, um, you know, when I started in LinkedIn as well, uh, like my thought was to, you know, connect with as many as people um, I can so that, you know, which I could actually um, like spread my knowledge or, you know, a lot of people could see my content or a lot of people could, you know, have a chat with him. But I think that that's where I went wrong as well. You know, I, as more I uh, like started adding people, I realized that adding people won't really work unless you are trying to nurture and leverage them. Like, for example, if I just added you on LinkedIn and if I didn't have a chat with you or if I didn't have a virtual coffee chat with you, we would never be recording this podcast, for example. And and, and I think uh, uni graduates need to have a structure as well. And when you talk about this networking stuff, there is definitely going to be phase one, phase two, and phase three, you know, like, so, so that we gradually grow as well. What are the, some of the phases, you know, that a university student could, you know, follow or a recent graduates could follow? Like, as you mentioned, they could start with 150 people from lecturers and stuff. What if they have finished that part, but that didn't work? What's the second phase they could look into? So as you start to connect with different people, like, let's say, we're just having a coffee now, and this is the first time we're meeting. Maybe you can't help me, but I'm like, hey, Tarzan, do you know someone else who I should talk to? And then maybe you give me two or three different names that I can talk to. These are part of your 150 connections that you have. Mm-hmm. This is something where people forget. It's that maybe it's not you, but maybe it's the person you know or the person that they know. So when I came over to New Zealand and I mm-hmm. had virtually no network my wife had joined linkedin and she works for bio she worked for biosecurity new zealand so nothing to do with a lot of people that are on there and she connected with one of her friends in the uk who's a recruiter recruits for accounting mm-hmm. and he's like well i can't help you out but you need to talk to my friend scott mm-hmm. so scott and i connected and scott was the one who was able to get me the work that was here so it was my wife's connections connection mm-hmm. and that's the thing sometimes it's going to be the second the third maybe the fourth connection that you end up getting to talk to that'll mm-hmm. help you out sometimes it's not always going to be that 150 that you know it's going to be the next level but always go and as you have a, a conversation with people ask them if there's someone else they could talk to or should talk to mm-hmm. or would be really good to talk to and that's where the important thing comes is because i might be talking to a bunch of people that are in um, IT that mm-hmm. know the accountants mm-hmm. and that's how I get in or mm-hmm. maybe it's they know a person who knows the people <laughs> it might take a little bit but it, it, it and it so some people might be like oh that's too much work but that, that's what you have to do and I think it's, it's also about the multiply effect like 100 people 150 people know 150 and it keeps multiplying as well um as we live in this uh, social media part, even though we say that LinkedIn is not social media, we can uh, see it turning into an actual social media as we both use LinkedIn as a prime source of networking. What are some of the uh, you know, networking myths that you see uh, that is really you know, not true in LinkedIn or any um, networking platform? Well, the one that we did talk about was how many people that you're connected to. Yeah. So 
you're only allowed to be able to connect it to 30,000 people. And a lot of people are trying to hit that 30,000 mark and they're trying to connect with as many people as you can. <laughs> and one post you will see a lot will be, let's connect, add your link below. And let's just connect with every single person that's on here. I've done this. It does nothing for you. Also, now you just have 100, 150 new connections that you'll never talk to. They'll mm -hmm. never talk to you. You'll never engage with each other's content. It's one of the worst things you can do. Some of the people that I see that are doing really well on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. are they have a thousand people or less for connections. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to think about that. Like it's not how many connections you have. It's how close your network is. Mm -hmm. Some some people might think, oh, networking is a waste of time or posting is a waste of time. Mm -hmm. I post on a very regular basis and it helps. And some people will see like, and if I go even further with that, some people like, oh, I'm not having anybody liking it. Nobody's engaging with it. But you mm -hmm. never know who sees that post. Mm -hmm. There's some people that I know that are executives. They're very rarely on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. But when they go on LinkedIn and they look at my account, they can see how much I'm actually on there and mm -hmm. what I'm doing. And they might just scan through my stuff very quickly. That's mm -hmm. it. But that's one of those people that if I call them up tomorrow, they will gladly sit down for coffee with me and they will look, they will help me find work or they will help me find clients. Mm -hmm. So sometimes it's the people that are not even engaging with your content. That'll actually be a help. Mm -hmm. Another thing I'll see is people will, all they'll do is they'll just share posts or they'll like every single post. They won't comment mm -hmm. or anything like that. I'm like, it's not going to help you. Mm -hmm. If you want to be on there, go and engage with other people's content and you always leave really good valuable content mm -hmm. you always leave really good valuable comments and so i know a lot of people are like i don't know who this tarzan guy is but like he's he's fantastic because mm -hmm. he's always going and engaging with other people's content mm -hmm. i see you do that all the time that's something you're doing really well mm -hmm. and so people need to also look at you to be like oh what's he doing mm -hmm. because and i've seen how many people have connected to you I've mm -hmm. seen how many good comments that you get. And that's something fantastic that a lot of people need to do. Mm -hmm. So don't just like a comment, mm -hmm. leave some good value added comments on there. Mm -hmm. The other thing I see people do is they'll, um, they might like it and put, Oh, thanks for sharing Tom. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, I don't really <laughs> care about that comment. Like it's not, not going to do anything, <laughs> but like if I put something about networking and you go and ask me a question, that's a mm -hmm. fantastic time to go and do it. It's a mm -hmm. fantastic time to, um, to be able to build up the relationship that's mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. It makes a huge difference. So I see a lot of people trying to connect to every single person at once. They don't want to post and that can, that can be all right. You should try to post anyways. And the other thing I see people do is they don't want to leave comments. They just want to like post and that's it. Those are three really big mistakes people make. Mm -hmm. if, if I add a fourth one into here, they don't have their profile set up. Mm -hmm. And so I go into the profile. I don't see a banner. I might not even see a picture. Mm -hmm. And if, if I'm not seeing a picture, if I'm not seeing any comments, if I'm seeing that you only like posts, that's it. Mm -hmm. I might not want to connect with you because I might think you're a scam or you're just some other undesirable person I don't want to connect with. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, but um, one of the things I, I, I think we tend not to do is that 
you know like we it's even though i don't want to comment if uh, in somebody's post it's it's okay you know like there is nobody forcing you to comment in anybody's post. but the thing is that people don't realize the part that you can actually comment on a post of a ceo of a company who is a multimillionaire and also i actually um, like have followed um a sark tank a sark as well and i comment on his post and he actually likes the post and comments back you see the effect over there it's your comment you are actually networking in the comment as well you know it's it's the best part even though you don't want to post it's okay but remember you need to leverage it, the platform in anyhow well if you're on there that then, then utilize it yeah and commenting and posting is one of the most underutilized aspects of LinkedIn. Yeah. And you do see some different stats, but for the most part, they say 99% of the people on LinkedIn do not post. Yeah. So that's a huge leverage that you can get there. If you mm -hmm. go and you're the posting person that's posting on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. oh, Lorena Acosta has 1.5 million followers mm -hmm. and she will actually go and engage with other people that are on there. So mm -hmm. this is someone that is huge on there and she does have a good community. One of the other things that I do end up seeing is some people only want to comment on posts of celebrities or people that are huge influencers. But quite often when I see some of the celebrities and influencers, they're not engaging with any posts. So people mm -hmm. just think, oh, this person with a, a few hundred thousand connections, let's go in and make a comment on there so what everyone sees but nobody's commenting nobody's liking it nothing you're mm -hmm. you're better off going and commenting on someone who has a few hundred um, followers or maybe a, a couple thousand followers who actively engages with other people mm -hmm. it's not very often that i miss when someone comments on one of my posts i always try to respond to them and if i go and i see a post where that person never responds i will mm -hmm. never comment on their post yeah, that's what I have been doing as well, you know, um, and I actually learned that from you as well, because <clears throat> if I am providing a value, because my sole purpose of commenting would be that I learned something from you. Now I want to put my perspective so that we could communicate, you know, the comment section is there not just to, you know, put out thank you for sharing thing, you know, the, the, the comment section is there also for people to communicate because uh, somebody might have 30,000 uh, followers and friends already, so I can't connect with them, but I can follow them and I could communicate through chat as well, you know, or also in the comment section. So if somebody is not uh, replying, I, th I think they are missing out as well. You know, I, I, I definitely think that part. Especially when I see some smaller um, content creators, like mm -hmm. they'll have 500 or 600 connections and one or two comments will happen on there, but they never respond to it. I'm like, but someone actually did. Someone sent, like, did a comment on your post and you mm -hmm. don't respond. Mm -hmm. Why not? Like, there's, there's, there's no reason not to do it. And that kind of thing drives me nuts. And I'm like, why? You finally had someone to send, like, write a comment and you, you, you just ignore it. Mm -hmm. It can't take a while to, like, once you start getting a lot of comments it, mm -hmm. it can take a little bit to be able to get through them all mm -hmm. and especially it's worse if you're on mobile because mm -hmm. every single time you go to con like uh, comment on, a, on one of your posts mm -hmm. and then i'll send it it takes you back to the very beginning you're like oh, scroll 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 <laughs> okay comment kicks you out scroll <laughs> scroll 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 it's okay <laughs> and you're like oh man this is just gonna take forever it takes too long
yeah our conversation started with networking and we we started to dig deeper into the linkedin aspect um one thing that I want to cover today is uh, the part of the university student, recent graduates and jobs, because most of my listeners are the people who are just starting their career as well. Um, and I have seen that they, they think that posting is uh, boring and posting isn't something worthwhile. So how can uh, people, you know, so do you think um, networking in LinkedIn is, is somewhere related to posting and engaging as well? So. As you're posting and engaging on LinkedIn, like that, that, that is networking in itself. And that is how I do a lot of my networking. That's how I built up who I am. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who know me by reputation now, it's because of the, the comments that I've left on other people's posts. And mm-hmm. that's from the po- posts that I've done themselves. But like LinkedIn and social media is not the only way to network. Mm-hmm. It is going for coffee with people. It is joining uh, sports. It is being involved with volunteering. There's lots of different ways of being able to network. Mm -hmm. The most important is just the fact that you're having conversations with people. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter whether you're doing it on here, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you're you're doing it in person, uh, you're going to a political party. It doesn't matter. As long as you're you're having the conversations with people, Mm -hmm. that's what matters. Mm -hmm. Networking is really important. It's something a lot of people don't do and a lot of people need to do it. Mm-hmm. Coming to uh, this platform every day is sometimes might sound like um, it is um, like full time job as well. Can you hear me, Tom? Yeah, yeah. I think it just uh, <laughs> for the first few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Um, I, I was talking the the part that um, you know commenting, engaging, and connecting with people, uh, whether it be in person or whether it be you know like in LinkedIn. It it sort of time consuming as well so if somebody has got the job already should they keep the process on or should they leave it uh for the next time keep keep going and so like let's say as you're looking for work maybe you're leaving 15 20 comments a day maybe you're spending two hours a day on linkedin as an example maybe you only have time for 15 minutes Mm -hmm. but keep track of let's say you're going to keep track of 75 people on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And so you'll go through your list. Okay, I'm going to connect with um, five, 10 people that are in a day. So I'm going to do this for 15 minutes. Okay, that's where I'm going to leave off and then continue on the next day and continue mm-hmm. on the next day. Maybe you're going for coffee four or five times a week right now when you're looking for work. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that you're working, maybe you're only going for coffee once a week or once every couple of weeks you're doing mm-hmm. it, but keep doing it. And it might not be as much but keep on doing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't always have a lot of time to, to go and network and connect with people. And I do it when I can, but mm-hmm. I always make sure I still continue with the networking. Mm-hmm. Because if you go and stop networking, and this is what happens to a lot of people as they stop, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden I, I'm looking for promotion or now I, I'm unemployed. Something mm-hmm. else has come up. Mm-hmm. Now I have to start all over again. Mm-hmm. If I go and continue on with those relationships, it can make a big difference. Now, one of the beautiful things about LinkedIn is I could spend 15 minutes to half an hour, and maybe I can connect with 5, 10, 15, 20 posts that are on there. I can continue on with that relationship. And mm-hmm. just leaving those comments, you're still in line then. But if you never comment with me anymore, you never send me a message at all, eventually I'll end up forgetting about you. Mm-hmm. But I still will be around 
Mm-hmm. So maybe six months down the line, you you send me another message or, hey, do you go f- want to go for coffee? Oh, yeah, sure. Not a problem. But if three years down the line, you're like, oh, Tom, I'm looking for work. Do you want to go for coffee? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, another year down the line, you're like, oh, I'm looking for work. Oh, so you only want to talk to me when you're looking for work. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going to remember that. Mm-hmm. And I might not want to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, and I, I think having this um, community that support each other is really necessary, whether we have a job or because you never know because you were working previously and you now have started your own business. You know, it has all been possible because of the community that you have built, uh, like uh, uh, 5,000, 6,000 people and not just in uh, within New Zealand, you have people all across the globe as well. And that's the beauty of LinkedIn and the networking, I guess. It, that that is the beauty of, of of LinkedIn and of networking. Yeah, and like I've got a, a lot of friends that are in Guatemala. So I, one of my friends was looking for work, and I connected him with a bunch of other people that mm-hmm. I knew in Guatemala. Mm-hmm. And like sometimes I know people well off the beaten path, but uh, I know someone who works with celebrities mm-hmm. in LA. I know a, a country singer in Nashville. I, I have friends that are in rock bands. Um, people that are doing this, people that are doing that, you know, mm-hmm. and you, you never know who someone might know. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's really important to think about is you never know who someone else might yeah. know, Yeah. but keep, yeah. And keep on building those relationships. Mm-hmm. And as we try to uh, come up to the um, end of this session, I actually have started this uh, thing called top tip, uh, you know, like top three tips from a recruiter are also industry professional as well. So what are the top three tips that you uh, want to share about networking to somebody who is just starting networking, not just in Australia, but across the globe? Have conversations with people. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter who they are, but have conversations with people. Mm -hmm. When you're having these conversations, listen. Mm -hmm. One of the most important things you can do is Mm -hmm. listening. Two ears, one mouth. Quite often people are like, oh, I just need to get out what I, what I want to talk about. No, no. Listen. You never know what you can learn. And some people who are very busy, mm-hmm. they just never have someone to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Think about as a job seeker, all you want is that employer to listen to you. Mm-hmm. So um, listen to people. It's such a valuable one. Mm-hmm. Take your time with networking. And, and build up relationships. Mm-hmm. That makes a huge difference. Build relationships with people. Yeah. Have conversations, listen, and build relationships. Like, I know if I ever went to Melbourne, you'd be one of the first people that I would connect with mm-hmm. because you know people that are over there that mm-hmm. I don't know. As people come to me, if they're in Melbourne or if they're going to move to Melbourne, I, I send them your way. Or I send them over to Vinesh because I'm like, you guys have the connections that are there. Mm-hmm. So you, you never know who you're going to meet, or how they can help you out, how, or how you can help them, you know? Well, I always learn a lot from your post as well. And it's, it's an absolute honor to have a, um, 
networking wizard you know come to top tip guitars and podcasts as well because i'm actually starting a, um, another segment called across the globe as well because you are in new zealand you know and um because my podcast was basically in australia but i see a number of people listening uh, across the globe as well you know and the best person you know to talk to you know people all across the globe is you and because networking can be done ev- from everywhere so yeah thank you for jumping into the pod and sharing so much value and i actually learn as well every day i meet you or every day i see your content i said there is always something new to learn it, it, it never ends actually you know like you you talk about networking something i i think about you know like when i talk about i mostly talk about personal branding international student content creation i sometimes feel what if the idea of my content finished what if there is nothing to talk about and i see your content you be like you are here and your topic about networking is all around you and it never stops you know and it's just amazing for for me to learn it's every day mate well and sometimes what i do is i might have 10 points on a particular topic mm-hmm. i might only put out five or six of those points and i might mm-hmm. keep a few more of those points for later on as i engage with other people's posts sometimes mm-hmm. i get the idea of oh this is something i need to talk about mm-hmm. and sometimes the comments that i leave on someone else's post mm-hmm. might be become my very own post wow. and i i think i've got about 3 or 4 months worth of content just waiting to be finished off <laughs> <laughs> well it's it is amazing you know we we can keep talking all day but uh, tom we we got to end this session and thank you for jumping yeah. into the podcast we definitely will have a another session soon as well but thank you for jumping in uh, keep in touch have a lovely day tom cheers mate yeah. take Not care bye okay bye Thank you everybody for tuning into this newest segment of Top Tip with Tarzan podcast. I want to take this opportunity and thank Tom for sharing so much of valuable insight about networking. I personally was able to learn heaps of values about networking that I could use for my branding and also for my own job seeking journey as well. hope that you guys were able to get some valuable insight too about networking and if you love this podcast feel free to uh, get in touch with tom um, on linkedin or any other social media he is always more than happy to support community to grow together if you were able to get some values from this podcast then feel free to share this podcast to your friends families and also whoever you feel that they, that this podcast could bring some values to if you'd like to follow uh, top tip with tarzan podcast Podcast. we currently are mostly in instagram and also if you'd like to get in touch with me please feel free to add in me in linkedin as well i'm always always looking to for feedback to grow and improve as well if you have any feedback feel free to send uh, send me a message on instagram or in linkedin always looking for for a place to improve as well thank you everyone for your support uh, one more time and until next time have a lovely take care of yourself bye bye